Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! <laughs> so... I'm laughing at a handful of things here, Slee. Okay. Number one, Chris's sports takes might be the funniest thing on this show. <laughs> when, when he starts to break down Austin Reeves, I like that a lot. I think we need more of that in the imaging. Kirk uh, Chris, he's five feet behind Reggie Jackson. I like that. We, we need more of that. Um, I also like his soup angle. If you had to have, uh, right now, you could have yeah. any sort of soup you want mm-hmm. dropped right in front of you, homemade, the best version of blank what are you choosing because today's national homemade soup day okay so here's the problem i'm i'm not making homemade soup i don't know what the hell i'm doing and it's it's a it's a travesty that i create something that i i want and then it's not good but can i just tell a quick story about what is just i remember when i was younger we used to always go up to monterey i had family up in monterey great spot then we'd eventually work our way to san francisco Fisherman's Wharf. What the hell is better than what is that thing? I mean, you got your the 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 sourdough bowl, right? Yeah. Like they 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 have it, and they and look, you could put a a, a pile of put mud anything in, there. in that yeah, you sourdough put bowl, in there. and I'm gonna eat it. The clam chowder yes. in one of those bowls. Yes, and and you're using the bread like the bread is perfect. It's like dip, it's Terrible already all there. Off. Everything is all together. How sure. about when you get towards the bottom, and yeah, you know the gooey. the it's kind of soggy. So yeah. to answer your question, that it's because of that combination of the bread, and I like clam chowder. I, I think it's sure. delicious. Like I love the potatoes in there. Manhattan? It's a little thinker. Are you, are you, New England. Re- okay. I, I like the New England. Yeah, I, chowder. I like if I'm picking, but They're it's both good. so freaking. It's anyway. So if if I go any soup, and I'm a soup guy, I like soup. Sometimes you go to some of these grocery stores. They got the I don't care lentil soup. Doesn't matter. But that that to me is the best. A little vegetable beef with a whole bunch of like the the, the great the corn and the celery great. and the carrots, carrots, the absolutely, all of it, onions, in there, the peas, yep, the onions, and then we got a couple of chunks of sirloin thrown in there as well. I mean, is anybody not like that? Is that is that is that ever a bad option along the way? Um, speaking of food, really quickly, a buddy yeah. of mine just only problem with chicken me. noodle soup. I always think I'm sick. I'm like, you know, I don't even yeah. know if I'm if I am I sick or I'm not sick. I know I'm it's kind of the yeah. like the the thing. Everybody on earth has had chicken noodle soup, right? It's mm-hmm. just like it's ubiquitous. Every culture has their version of chicken noodle soup. Everybody has it. That's why it's not my jam, right? Because you can get it a, a million different ways, a million different places. I I'm going in a different direction. My buddy Brian just texted me and said, "Trav, you busted out the pie flavors." faster than I could remember my kids' birthdays. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know my kids' birthdays, too. It would take me a little longer than reciting the Hostess pie flavor list, but I, I know them both. That's fine. You're passionate about it. These are these are passions of yours. The things that matter. Absolutely. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and I'm going to hit you with one more uh, bonus, Lee, because this is – this is a, cu- a couple of different people have asked this question a couple of different ways. This one's at the top of the list. It's from Moy. And Moy writes, since it's Chinese New Year of the tiger, if you could be any animal, what would yeah. you be? Hashtag Ask Slee. All right. So I, you might know this one. This one's going to make sense. 
They throw me. I, I like the woods, right? Want to be up in the woods? Who's messing with a bear? <laughs> no, it's not a bad choice. Like no you're going grizzly. With a bear. You're going like one of those from the Revenant who messed up DiCaprio. You want one of those? You, you want the cute, cuddly one like Yogi Bear from the I cartoons? Don't think, here's the thing. The problem is, you go grizzly bear. You're in the territory of other grizzly bears, Gotta right? Like there's, there's some some mean. <laughs> those are some mean matchups. Just want. I'll take one of those black bears and just leave me alone. I'm out of my way. Isolated life. I sleep for like six months out of the year. Uh, come out, eat what I can, and then call it a day again. Grizzlies, bro, they're fine. You ever watch some of those where they're in, like, Alaska and they're fighting over the fish and it's yeah. the territory? I, I'm not trying to mess with another grizzly. So very quickly, with that in mind, um, I, like I get my said, ass kicked if I was another if, if another grizzly king. You want to be like a brown one, a little cuddly one that you could kind of sneak in in Monrovia okay. backyard, jump into the pool, <laughs> take a nice dip, eat rum through back their out. trash, then and you're back, back up in the hills above Bradbury. Yeah. I understand. I, I, I get it. That's not a bad way to live. Um, you said it. I, I'm not a, a camper. I'm not an outdoorsman, really. Now that I have a, a Silverado, maybe I'll lean a little bit more sure, that, that way. That changes everything. You're building <laughs> but, a cabin. For uh, I think it was our tenth anniversary. No, anyway, it was one of our anniversaries. My my mom and dad gave my wife and I this very nice um, hotel stay at, at a place that in Montecito. That's right at the foothills of the San Ynez Mountains. Okay, and so we went and stayed, and you know we're we're checking in the hotel, and the lady says, "Oh, you know, if you guys want to go on a hike, there's a trail right behind the resort. You can." And we're like, "Hey, that sounds pretty nice." So. Yeah. Next morning, we get up, and we hit the trail. a golf cart? Like, how do you do this? <laughs> so, we, well, okay, so here's the thing. I'm wearing, like, just regular shorts and my running shoes and a T-shirt, and, and that's, yeah, I'm not a hiker. I don't have the shoes. I don't have any of the gear. I don't have a backpack. We're just going to take a walk. Do, do you, when you just, I'm trying to just paint the picture here. Are you, like, right when the trail starts, you take your shirt off and you put it, like, over your head? I, I like yeah. A, like a bandana type yeah, of thing? Yeah, like exactly. Okay. Like I the guys in, sure. in yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. I wrap, mm-hmm. I wrap it around my head yep, and yep. to protect myself from the sun. Mm-hmm. So we start taking it. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. And so we're walk, we walk for about an hour and we get to a spot that's got a waterfall. And we're like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is stunningly beautiful. And there's two people coming down the trail as we're heading up. They, and they said to us, oh, if you like this, there's another site up a little. It's about another half an hour up the trail that you'll love so we go up there and it's beautiful was it right? a half hour because i can't yeah, yeah. that's that's the worst take. people oh it's just take. right up you just kind of it, it couldn't be more than 200 yards we've been i've been Did walking you, for 30 more minutes and i don't know what the hell you're talking about no it was they were about right so trail we do ended. that so we're thinking and we say hey you know what this is just we've been out for about an hour at this point and we're like this is great why don't we go a little bit further and so we go a little bit further we end up going about two and a half hours up and a little bit less coming down beautiful but the whole time it's i keep hearing hike. these noises right i'm, I'm hearing the the, the br- brushes or, or i should say branches are cracking sure. and things and yep. i again i can't say this nature enough. I don't know what I'm doing out there. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, what I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to do, where to go, where not to go. I'm just following this very narrow trail up the hillside. So anyway, we go up. We have a great time. We come back. We go back down. As we hit the trailhead again, coming back, there's this giant sign that somehow we missed. Taylor, going turn that up a little bit. Turn that up a little bit. I think this, this is good. Go ahead. Try. We see the sign at the trailhead that somehow neither one of us saw going in. Mountain lions in area, very active, exercise, extreme caution. Oh, and my We never gosh. saw it. So we're all the way up in these Santa Inez Mountains, a good two hours from the trailhead at least, mm-hmm. and we didn't see the mountain lion extremely dangerous. And you have, a, you, you have to, to fight the mountain lion. You have a water bottle and a cliff bar. 
it was put it to this way. Ask me the last time I went on a hike. That was the last time. That was the last time. I have never gone back into the mountains, into the woods, into any of those things. All I needed was very active, highly aggressive, experienced (laughs) hikers only. No thank you. By the way, bad job by the concierge at the hotel for not to – oh, by the way – Mountain lions up there, so you know you might want to bring a, a gun or a knife or something to fight for your life if it happens. It was a, that it was dude a bad deal. Did not care. He's like, yeah, just go up there. Right, have a good time. You have a great time. I did. Speaking of, so that we hit this one spot where uh, there's like a, a natural pool of water. The waterfall comes down. It pools in this area, and then it kind of mm-hmm. runs into this creek. But the pool is there, and it's deep. It's like eight nine feet deep, right? Mm. And the, guy, the same people that we go, have you gone in the pool? No, he goes, oh, it's incredibly refreshing. You're like, and it's hot. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm jumping in that pool. It's amazing. The water was like negative 400 degrees. Don't you think that maybe you tell somebody that before you jump into the pool of water? That, By the way, uh, this is ice water would feel like a hot cup of tea compared well, to what you're this about is, to jump this into. This is what I like. I like that you decided you're going to go on a hike in nature. Yes. Yeah? And what your expectations were was, okay, why isn't it heated, number one, right? Like, why, why, isn't, why isn't this path paved? Can I order a drink? Is there somebody that comes up to me and I could get some sliders and some where's fries the, as I sit the beer here? Girl? Where's the girl in the beer cart? Where, when does she come by? I, this I guy need a Coors Light. was straight up like, if this is, this is not a resort, why are we here? Why are we here? That's you're, you're starting to understand me a little bit better along the way. All right. Would the Rams rather have the offense or the defense on the field at the end of the game? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I like that that's become a regular part of the rotation. Sleep. Well, yesterday it was Travis and Sliwa, so I'm like, okay, we're back. <laughs> Today it's just Travis. Well, Mike Bart said that they're going to win based on how he plays. That if he plays well, yeah, he how cannot about envision a scenario where they lose. He's that like, game. it's that's... all on. He said it's all on his shoulders. I'm like, okay, oh, slow down, Mike here. Slow. Well, down. I don't. I don't think he's wrong. I, yeah. I think that. By the way, I think it probably comes down to kind of a, a Joe Burrow situation on the other side too. Mm-hmm. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive.com. So th- that kind of leads us to where we want to go with, yeah. with Matthew Stafford. Here, here are the two scenarios, and, and the Rams have had all of these scenarios play out in their three playoff games. Let's 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 throw the Arizona game aside because the Rams were in complete control of that from the beginning, and there was never any question they were going to win the game. Their other two were up in the air. Yeah, if you could pick, would and, and we'll throw this out to the callers too eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If you could pick, would you rather have the Rams behind by two points with two minutes to go mm-hmm. and have the ball, Matthew Stafford on the field driving to try to score a game-winning field goal? Or would you rather be ahead by two points with Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, and Jalen Ramsey on the field with Joe Burrow trying to drive to set up that game-winning field goal? 
So what throws me off is the behind part. I mean, I think in any scenario, you take the lead. Okay, you, you, you take the lead, and the Rams have a good enough defense where nobody's going to be sit here and be shocked that the Rams' defense stopped Joe Burrow and the Bengals, and they end up winning a Super Bowl. They got a Naxley, that Bengals team. They got a knack of pulling stuff out of there. You know what? So the, the only reason why, if you said, hey, the game is tied, okay. right? The game is tied. And um, how, how do I do Because I, I guess the game being tied – it, it, it obviously changes everything here. Sure. Let, let's put it this way. Matt Stafford in the game against Tampa, that was a tie game when he took over the ball, right? Sure when there didn't was, feel like it, though, did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> it no, sure all, didn't all the, feel like it. You're 100% right, but yeah. the reality is all the momentum was with Tampa. Yep. Hey, you just get this thing to overtime. Tampa, there's a strong likelihood. This happens in the NFL, right? The team with the mojo, with the momentum, they end up winning the game. Look at the last two weeks. What you have? You had Patrick Mahomes come back, score in 13 seconds to send the game to overtime. All the momentum was with the Chiefs. Chiefs won the game. This last one, Bengals and Kansas City, all the momentum was with Cincinnati. Yep. Chiefs even won the, won the coin flip. And Bengals still end up winning the game. So I, I, I set it up that way because they were tied against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Stafford went cold-blooded. They went love and won the, the game. Love of the game route. Love of the game route. I love that name, by the way. That's amazing name. They, they win. They win the game, right? And then last week, the way to play it out against the 49ers, I know kind of some back and forth. They were down 10, all that. But when the dust settled, they had a chance to go drive to go – go up by a field goal, and then the defense stopped Garoppolo and the Niners. So it's like both of them showed their highlights there. I, I, I think you answered it right there because, to me, as you were going through those scenarios, the one that jumps out to me, that the feelings associated with them, when Tom Brady was doing what he does, mm-hmm. how did you feel about that? I felt terrible Awful. about what I was watching, right? You could just – it was this sinking feeling of, oh, God, he's going to do it again. And, and and it wasn't, hey, we got Aaron Donald, we got Vaughn Miller, we got Jalen Ramsey. It was, oh, no. Not and the Rams were choking, right? Like, it was turnovers Absolutely. that were setting it up. It was it, Cooper they, Cup that was losing yes. the ball. Akers with two of them. They, they, the offense was putting the defense in a terrible position, but the, the defense was – they were giving up yards, yeah. they were giving up points, and it felt terrible. Whereas, even when the Rams were down by 10 points in the fourth quarter against the 49ers – I felt okay because it was one of these, hey, listen, as long as we can get the ball back a couple of more times, I think Matthew Stafford's going to drive the field. I think he's going to put them in a position to score points. It wasn't one of these, we can't move the ball against these guys. We haven't gotten anything done. The Rams had stubbed their toe a couple of times along the way. They, they, you know, they, some play calls were weird. Some challenges were weird. But it felt better than watching someone do something to your defense. It, and so in the scenario that we're talking about, Give me the offense on the field. Look, I, I hear what you're saying. You don't want to be behind with two minutes yeah. to go. But if you said to me, hey, there's two minutes to go. You got a timeout. You got to drive the ball about 50 yards to get into field goal range to win this thing. You want that? If you if you gave me that right now, I'm not sure if I don't take it because I have that much faith in that offense. We've seen Cooper Cup get open so many times where mm-hmm. the whole building knows the ball's going to him. He gets open. Odell made a couple of really tough catches on that closing drive. The What they have offensively gives me a great deal of confidence, and I don't want to put the ball in someone else's hands. So this is what makes it different because – 
we've seen some of these scenarios. We have not seen that specific scenario that you just said. Trav, there's a lot less pressure. I'm not saying it ain't pressure. That was clutch what Stafford did. It was clutch what Cooper Cup did. It was clutch what they did against Tampa. Um, And I know they were down 10 against the San Francisco 49ers, but it's a different story when you say, no, no, no. This isn't, hey, if we don't score, we go to overtime. The game ends right now if you don't drive and kick that field goal or put your squad in a position or you're up four or you're down four and you got to go get a touchdown. Technically, we haven't really seen that one yet, right? Where it's just this is the ball. You either drive down here and you win the Super Bowl or you lose the Super Bowl. We haven't really kind of seen that specifically in the playoffs. You mentioned the Niner game when they were down 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, I remember it vividly because the moment the Niners went up 10, it was like, okay, this next drive, this is the game. Because either the Rams are going to put some You're points right. up on You're the right. board, whether it was a field goal or a touchdown. You got to score. You got you to get something. You got to yeah. kind of just stop that momentum. They didn't get a field goal. They went and got a touchdown. And by the time the dust settled, you're like, well, they're right in this game. It's it, nothing really – both touchdowns canceled, uh, canceled each other out. They, they haven't had the, hey, score or lose drive, but they have had what you, the, hey, if you don't score here, you're probably going to lose. That, that touchdown drive that you're talking about had so much riding on. And if they just get a touchdown, or excuse me, a field goal there, it still feels like, okay, you scored, but you still got to score a touchdown. Momentum still with the Niners, you, the, right? The, yep. the, the Niners feel like they have the momentum, and they went down there and got it done. Have you um, – have you reached out to Sean McVay for tickets yet? Have you have you called him and said, "Hey, coach, it's uh, it's Slee. I was wondering yep. if maybe you could get me a pair on like the thirty on your side of the field." Have you made that call yet? I emailed him just because <laughs> I know like he's he's busy right now. And by the way, if he does not respond to my email, and I don't I don't know what his email address is, but I went with Sean dot <laughs> at gmail dot com. <laughs> That's what I went with. Yeah, well, hey, if you didn't get back the there is no user at this address, maybe he's well, is, sitting on it. Maybe is he's that not the worst? Is that not the worst? <laughs> it's when pretty... you get those back, like you get the email wrong, you don't know what you're doing. By the way, on you know it, this, this is actually kind of a funny story. Maybe people can relate to this or not. When I was on the sales side, right on the business side, you're constantly trying to reach out to businesses, business owners, everything else. It's like a game of figuring out. Well, I I don't know what the email is, but I know this dude runs. Their marketing, right? I know, bro. It's I'm not I'm not joking. It's like, all right, let's try their full name at this company. <laughs> it's like Wordle. You're trying to crack the code as to where to say the 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 name is right, the suffix yeah. is wrong, the the domain name Trav. is right, but the first name Trav. the first. Here's the funny thing. It reaches a point where you're like. I don't even care if the guy responds and they ever, you know, I just don't want with the error message. I just want it to come back that it got through. If it got through, I'm like, that's it. It's a good day. A Here's good day Sean McVay right talking about people asking him for tickets. I told my fiance if I have to answer a question about tickets, then that person is not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know him well at all. I've interviewed him a handful of times, but I really like his deal. I, he, he's funny. He's wildly, wildly intense, right? He's yeah. an incredibly intense individual. Uh, duh, right? Just look at it for five seconds. That's funny. <laughs> the, the idea of, hey, listen, if anybody calls for tickets, they go on the list of not getting any. It's the, because you. I'm sure you've been here before. Mm-hmm. Because we work who we work for. We work for ESPN. We work uh, for a, a, a radio station that is both the flagship of the Los Angeles Lakers, the LA Rams, LAFC, right? We have a lot of partnerships with teams here in town. I think people 
are under the impression that there's this stack of free tickets in the kitchen that you can just go peel off a couple of dozen whenever you feel like it. You know, the Rams and the Niners this week, hey, give, give me a couple of dozen of those. I want to give them to my mailman and the Amazon guy and my kid's pediatrician. I just want to make sure that everybody gets what they get. Guys, we don't have any tickets. If, if, if you have to ask Sean McVay for tickets, it means he doesn't want to give them to you. Just go, go on the secondary market, email Kelly Stafford, however you need to get your tickets. Don't ask me and Slee or anybody else. I, I've had this. I've had this happen recently where people will say this is just as worse where they say hey look no no you know i'm not nobody's asking for free tickets but can we just buy tickets you know like at face value and in my head i'm like bro just go to ticketmaster.com go to <laughs> like what do you want me to do go to lakers.com it's not like by the way not like lakers are 15 games above 500 i'm sure there's a couple <laughs> tickets around like i like i'm a ticket broker or just all i want is just to see if you know i could get the tickets for face value like what am i going to save you 19 dollars <laughs> my favorite is it's december let's call it 28th Hey, Trav, you got any Rose Bowl tickets? You serious? Um, the, game's in, the game's in three days. It's been sold out for a month and a half. No, I don't. Had, had maybe, had you asked me in July and said, hey, listen, football season's coming up here in a couple of months. Yeah, If, if in the, the event that my team gets into the Rose Bowl, could you, point, could you give me the email address to the person who I might be able to buy tickets from? Perhaps, but no, I don't have tickets to the Rose Bowl in two days. Stop asking me. Yeah, that. not happening. Because not now happening. I feel like a, a you know what? Because I have to say, what is this a real request? Are you really asking me if I have these? Of course, I don't have these. Imagine You're an a hole. You're an a hole, bro. Well, I mean, yes, just simple as that. But not you. because of that. I think the answer is I am. But not for the reasons that you're accusing. Other reasons. Of being one. Yeah, yeah other I, reasons. I, I, I've got a lot of other things that I do wrong along the way. All right, Factor Cap is coming up. There are some shows that are so bad that you got to watch. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sorry, guys. I was just getting our winner for the uh, super tickets. So, uh, Who is it? Congrats to, um, I'm scrolling over, Mandy Lamb. Mandy Lamb, uh, I don't know where you're from because I had to put you on hold before I got that. So congrats, Mandy. <laughs> all right, congrats, uh, Mandy. But I have all your information, so that's all good. Anyway, sorry. Just a little frazzled. Okay. No problem. So uh, first up, I stayed up a little bit too late last night. Uh, I was watching this show uh, that is terrible, and I don't know why I kept on watching it, but it got me hooked, and I was like, let's just keep going. So there are some shows that are so bad that you can't look away. Travis, this is Factor Cap. 
I don't have that thing. Like I, yeah, I, Cobra I think Kai. that's cap for me. Um, I I love Cobra Kai. I, I'm all in. I I get you're that not there all are in. portions of you're it not that all are bad. In. I am, and I know what you're going to say, and that's not why. I you're you are going to say that you haven't even finished it, so you can't be all in, right? Can't be all in. No, I can't. So my wife and I have very limited time together to watch TV. We okay. add, there are very few things that we both like. Right, so we savor and save some of these things to watch them together. But that's why I I don't hate watch things too much. If if I hate something, I turn it off. So I I, I can watch away, I can walk away from the bad TV. Okay, Emily, I need your help here. I get the whole thing that you're saying right there. Of you like Cobra Kai, but yeah. it came out. I mean, it's been out for over thirty days now. Yeah. The fact that you have not watched the rest of this season. Remember, we were mm-hmm. telling each other, "Hey, let's watch this. Let's watch that." Kind of went away from it. I, I, I'm just saying that that cannot be a classic one for you if you still haven't watched it 30 it's, days. It's, it's in. not Mad Men or Breaking Bad. I'm not saying that it's prestige TV. I'm saying Susan and I have very limited time where we both can watch TV together, and it's something we've decided to do together. So I haven't been able to tear through the last half of the season. Plus, I'm, now, now I'm in, we're watching Succession 2, and Succession has taken place of, of Cobra Kai. There's a lot going on in the Travis TV queue right now. I, I, one of my problems is if I start – that's kind of one of the worst feelings too is like when you start watching a movie and then a half hour in, you're like, do I want to watch the rest of this? That's a, that's an awful sign, right? I, I'm, I'm quick to kind of say, all right, if I don't like it, then I'm just going to get the hell out of it. Now, there are some shows, you're right, that they were – Bad enough in the sense of, like, I don't know why I'm watching this specific show. I don't know why it intrigues me, but there are reasons why it intrigues you. What's that? Double Team, Emily's basketball movie. Did I get it wrong, Emily? Is that the name? So bad you double can't look team? away. Double Team. So I guess I guess sometimes it's true, but I think for the most part, if I don't like it, I, I'm getting out. All right, up next. Uh, can, I, can I just give this oh, quick little update because this is a NBA story. Woj just put out a tweet. So Lakers played Clippers yesterday. Clippers just traded for Norman Powell, Robert Covington, from the Blazers, Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, second-round pick going to uh, going to the Blazers. Trav, we'll get into this a little bit later. Maybe the Clippers aren't you know, selling everything and saying, hey, the season is over. Uh, that's kind of some big news there. Norman Powell, Robert Covington. And speaking of which, this uh, factor cap is about the Clippers. So uh, we know okay. the Clippers have not won a championship, so uh, they have nothing really to hang their banners about. So banners and stadiums should only be hung for championships. Alan, is this factor cap? It's cap. It's cap. I think it's. Uh, I really, really think it has to do with where your franchise is. What are the expectations? Um, the Lakers are an organization that wins championships. So because they win championships, you don't hang anything else up. But there are other organizations out there that have never won a championship. That getting to the Western Conference Finals or getting to the NBA Finals is a real accomplishment for that franchise. So I'm not going to hate on what other franchises put up there banner wise. If I want to compare it to the Lakers, it's not a good comparison because the Lakers are not a normal organization. Neither are the Yankees. Neither are, you could say, the Dodgers. I mean, there's teams that have just had unbelievable success. I don't hate on it. There are cheesy things that people do, but I, let them do – you do you, as they say. I, I think there's a simple rule for this. Um, once you have a championship, everything that's not a championship has to come down. Until then, hang whatever you want. Right, but once you have a world champion, like for, for instance, the the Angels. Let's use them as an example. Angels have been around, you know, nearly sixty years, and they used to have, you know, AL West this and and you know, the, 
division round that and, and all these things. That, that's fine. But when they win the World Series in 2002, you've got one. Put it up yep. there. Hang it. Fly it with pride. You, you won the World Championship. This is what we compete for right now. Mm. If you are the Seattle Mariners and have never won a World Championship, fly your division flags. Fly your American League pennant. I don't even think they've played in the World Series. They haven't had a pennant either. But it, you're right, Al. It, it, where are you in your station as an organization? The Yankees aren't flying a wild card banner. The Dodgers aren't going to do it. The St. Louis Cardinals aren't going to do do it but if you're the uh here's a recent one raise let me give you you a recent one fly that flag the phoenix suns won the western conference they have never won an nba championship yep hey if they're western conference champions of course that's not their goal but that's big for phoenix you know so once you get once they get i like that like let's say they win it all that other stuff needs to come down like we're we're done with conference champions we're world champions that's what we're about i I actually I, i like that i never thought of it that way when you do get that one take all the other ones down not going to put up AFC finalists like the Colts or uh, FSU. <laughs> and the Colts have won, the, won the Super Bowl. Right. That, yeah. That's the crazy. The Colts <laughs> have won the Super Bowl more than once. What, what are we doing? They're, yeah, they're, they're AFC By the AFC wild card participant. It was also announced that the Clippers, they're thirty and seven over the next thirty over the last thirty seven years. Been ordered. Banner, there will be a banner <laughs> ceremony on Monday. <laughs> that we have won a lot of games against the Lakers. All right. Up next, part. Part of my uh, last night viewing of the show was I was eating dinner pretty late because I just got home from practice really late. Anyway, so food tastes better eaten after 10 p.m. Travis, is this factor cap? I think it's cap. I don't think it tastes better. It's it's oddly comforting, but I don't think it's better. And part of it depends on which part. You said you came from practice? Right. Okay, so I'm assuming you weren't drinking at practice, right? So no, yes, I was just, completely you're, you're sober. Just, right, you just got a, a late start on your day. You had practice, you didn't have a chance to eat before, so you were eating after. That's fine. But when you eat late because, hey, we went out to dinner at a normal time, we came back and had a couple of glasses of wine afterwards, and, hey, there's still a couple of slices of pizza in the fridge, I think I'm just going to wolf these down before I jump into bed. That that's not It doesn't taste better. It's just I've got terrible eating habits. It's oddly comforting, but it's probably not any better. Emily, please don't listen to Travis on this one. <laughs> it's fact. Of course it tastes better. Who's done better. the most research on this topic other than me? Listen, right? Listen, <laughs> I I cannot tell you. But now this comes with um, it, it. It works both ways because as good as it feels at ten o'clock, taking down whatever you're eating, you're kicking back. The TV is on. Man, does it feel that much worse in the morning because you're guilty about it. What the hell am I doing? Why did you have to consume that many calories at 11 o'clock at night? Was it really worth it? And then an hour after you're awake, you have a cup of coffee and everybody, <laughs> everything evens itself out. This is a wave of emotions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's all, it's all just different forms of self-loathing, I think. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're all terrible decisions. All right, guys, I got one one more left. So uh, we know there's a bunch of football players that have recently been all over commercials. Baker Mayfield, Gr- Rob Gronkowski, you know, you know who it is. So Gronk does the best commercial acting of any football player. Alan is his factor cap. Does the best acting? Like, best acting in commercials. Um, he's the funniest. He's the one you want to see the most in commercials. So, I, I think Peyton Manning is still my favorite actor, and I, I'm trying to think here. What what commercials has he done? I mean, I'm I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Cut that meat. 
cut that meat. Bro, it's Paytonville, Payton. where he's with Brad Paisley, those are yeah. terrific commercials because he can actually act. Because you see, you know, Aaron Rodgers is doing some commercials right now. Patrick Mahomes, they're both doing State Farm. Um, trying to think who else is doing. I mean, Tom Brady, every time he does one, it's not like he's trying to be funny about. Actually, Tom Brady's doing the, the Subway. The Subway. Yeah, yeah, that's actually not bad. That's a, There's a good little mix there. I mean, they went out and got the – I mean, they got Steph Curry – Tom Brady, I want to say Barkley Williams. was doing Serena. Serena. Williams too. Like, yeah. what the hell just happened? And Tom Brady doesn't even eat. You know, I think they were talking. Doesn't, doesn't even eat bread. bread. <laughs> I would which is kind of baller. That, that that was the game plan. Yeah, we, we'll take it anyway. The, the negotiation went something like this: Hey, Tom, we're going to offer you X amount of dollars to be in this commercial. Are you interested, guys? I am interested, but you need to understand: I've never stepped foot in your restaurant, nor will I ever. I don't do what you sell. That's not my jam. Yeah, we want you anyway. That's how you know. How funny you, is that? And by the way, he's the perfect. commercial he's perfect for it. That. Like that's like the marketing person saying, even better, he's never touched our sub. I think the answer to the question is Cap because first of all, you answered the question of who I think is the best at it, which is Peyton Manning. And while I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan as like Aaron Rodgers' deal, he's pretty good in those State Farm commercials. He he can the one where he plays the game show host. He's yeah, actually quite funny in it. Yep. He he delivers it. And here's the, the rub dry about sense of humor. It yep. dry and yep. and and self aware without selling that I'm self aware. Like he realizes he's doing a thing without telling you he's doing a thing, which is a tough putt. Um I don't think Gronk is acting. I just think they went, Hey Gronk, put on these shoes and slam the ball as hard as you can into the turf. Okay. And then he went out there and put on the shoes and slams the ball as hard as he can into the turf. I don't know if Gronk's sitting there. Um, okay, what is my motivation here? How did I get here? What is my backstory? How did I find out that these shoes were the right shoes for me? And did I just score a touchdown against the Eagles in week three? Or is this a Super Bowl touchdown? Like, what level of Gronk? I just think he just goes out there and does the thing and doesn't give it a whole lot of consideration. I, I, Gronk doesn't seem multifaceted to me Slee. am i wrong <laughs> no i i think i think gronk is he's personality he's not like people just he's got a certain personality that pre- people like about him right like he's very likable that's how he gets those commercials he's not getting them for well this guy is going to be really really funny or something along those lines all right, so let, let's do a couple things when we come back here, Trav. Let's react to the Clipper moves. Clippers just made a trade. I, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I was um, Om Young Masak, who covers the uh, NBA and the Clippers for ESPN. They were at an interesting point of the trade deadline because you don't know if your players are coming back, as in Paul George and Kawhi. So do you become sellers? Do you become buyers? They make a move. And there's a story that came out a little bit earlier about LeBron um, and the potential of playing with Bronny. I, I want to react to that as well. So stay right here. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at 
keystoprogress.com. All right, so you mentioned it, Sleeth. Clips uh, made a move. We're under a week, right? It's, it's a little bit less than, is it next Thursday? That's the Thursday. trade deadline? Yeah, February 10th is the trade deadline. So Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, and Keon Johnson in uh, a future second rounder to the Blazers for Norman Powell and Robert Cullen. That's a great pickup. Those are I, I I don't know how else to tell you. I mean, Clippers, that's a really really good pickup to get Norman Powell, Robert Covington. Uh, we just saw. I mean, these are the last two games the Lakers played. They played the Blazers and the Clippers, so we're familiar with the rosters. But those are really good pickups, and I, I think you know the, the question that comes up for me, the biggest name um, other than Ben Simmons is what, what, what are the Blazers going to do with Dame? Right? Yeah. Like, are you going to full sale mode from here? Well, if this is the maybe this is the first trickle effect of okay, they're going to start selling off some of these assets, and it might not happen by the trade deadline. Most most likely, it could happen by the time summer hits. Uh, but that's an interesting one, and for a Laker team that we kind of sat back and said, well, you know, even if the Clippers have a better record than the Lakers, yeah, it's got to get LeBron back at these. They'll get past them in the playing tournament. They don't look like they're trying to sell off or or decide that hey, this season is a wash. Paul George could still come back. I think he's going to get an MRI February 24th is what Ty Lue said. They must think he's coming back sooner than later. I agree. Or, or why not? I agree with you. move in the first place, right? I, I agree with you. And then, you know, whether if Kawhi doesn't come back this year, they got to the Western Conference Finals last season without Kawhi Leonard. Remember, Kawhi got injured, and then they beat the Utah Jazz, and then they put up a fight against the Phoenix Suns. So they probably think, hey, we'll take our chances again this year, but they're not going to use it as a wasted season. But it's interesting to me because I think if this means the Blazers are in full sale mode, what does that look like? Well, when you said it a second ago, like what do the Blazers do with Damian Lillard? Like, do, do they ba- Because if they move Damian Lillard, they're basically saying we're starting over. Well, I, right? I, I, yep, 100%. And, right. and this is – Michael and I talk about this all the time. Why wouldn't you? Well, okay, it's, it's kind of coming full circle. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, the Lob City Clippers, right? Really good, won a bunch of games, never got out of the second round. They were kind of capped. And you keep saying, yeah, but we're winning 56, 57 games a year. Do you really want to shuffle this too much? And to your point, why not? This We, we know what this is. You know what the Blazers are. The Blazers are a playoff team, kind of, mm-hmm. and they're going to get beat early in the playoffs for sure. Maybe if everything breaks right, you get through a round or two. But – very unlikely. Let's bring this back to the Lakers. The Lakers, with the trade deadline coming up, I don't think are going to be terribly active, nor do I think they should be. I think that this is kind of where you are. But when you said about the Lillard, what do you do? What, what, do the, are they going to move Lillard? Well, what if you're the Lakers and you start thinking about what are you doing next? And I get that the Lakers are a different beast because they're the Lakers and they can just pick stars out of the universe and bring them here. That Draft picks don't mean anything. It's cap space, right? Can you maneuver financially to get the stars that you want? But you mentioned a minute ago, like LeBron James. LeBron James is still one of the best players in the league. Lakers have him under contract for another season next year. Mm-hmm. After that, who knows? We talked about Charles Oakley the other day that he wants to leave. You're talking about a story that he wants to play with his son, who would be willing to, to leave play. the Lakers right. in order to play with Bronny. What? Now, now all of a sudden you're doing? Do we want to accommodate LeBron James because he's still a top flight player, or do we need to move on because we kind of maxed out where we are? Do we have to accommodate his son potentially joining? Like there, there are a whole lot of layers to this that the Lakers need to figure out about what's going to happen next. 
that has that it kind of starts now. Like how how much are we going to bet on this group for this season and next season? So I, I think that's exactly like if you said right now, what's the plan for the Lakers for the next for the remainder of LeBron's contract? So LeBron this season, the remainder of this season and next year. Trav, I think that is the plan. <laughs> we're going. We're still all in for this year, and I know things obviously haven't worked out, and they probably don't have too many options by the time the trade deadline comes. But this is this is what they're going to do. They're going to take their chances because they don't really have that many options this year. In the off season, they'll reshuffle the deck again, try to go all in one more year in LeBron's final contract. And when I see that report, you know this report that was out there, uh, LeBron willing to leave in in order to play with Bronny. Listen, would you be surprised that by the time LeBron finishes his contract with the Lakers that, okay, hey, that's it. The dude was with the team for, let's see, this is his fourth year. He'll have been with the team for five years, Mm -hmm. had won a championship, you know, obviously changed things around, injuries started to play. I I, I don't – if LeBron is done by the time next season is over with the Lakers – you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked okay. by that. It actually, sounds like well, that would be timing would be right. It's a it's a fascinating question because there there are two there are two things that are the variables, right? And and I think one of them we can almost assume to be true. At the end of next season, that will be his twentieth year. The end of his twentieth year in the league. Yep. yep. Right. Okay. Is there is there any doubt in your mind, Al, that he will still be a top-level NBA player? Maybe not the best player, maybe not at the two or three, but is there any doubt in your mind that at the end of next season, basically a year from now, yeah. that LeBron James would still be one of the better players in the NBA? I think the question is availability. So I okay. think there's going to be this curiosity of, okay, well, what happens between now and the time his contract is done with the Lakers? Is he playing... of the games, is he playing less than that? Is he playing more than that? That would be my only question mark. But his actual skill set and what he brings when he's on the floor, he's still going to be valuable. I agree with all of it, right down the line. I think you're spot on. So that's part number one. Part number two is where is he going to go? Who who is going to make the – and this isn't – I want to be careful how I say this because I'm not making – who would want it? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is you're talking about a guy who would at this point be going into his 21st season – and he wants to bring his son with him or, or some sort of opportunity to play with him, are there a lot of teams that want to carve out the kind of space and time and attention that would go for that for a guy in his 21st year, even if he is still an effective player? But maybe he's, that's the part to me, like where would he go? It's almost here or Cleveland, and that's kind of it, right? No, I. You know what's funny? I don't think that. I think the Bronny piece. And I, listen, I know when I, I genuinely say that I don't know how good Bronny is. I don't. Like I, I really don't. I don't know if hey, he's a really good player or it's he's LeBron's son and LeBron wants to play with his son before it's all said and done. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know which one it is, but I one hundred percent think there are franchises out there that would say hey. This is open sesame. We will draft Bronny and we'll bring you in. You know, they might even draft him higher just because it's LBJ. Uh, Trav, you know it, that it's, would be a yep. disaster. If, and, and if you know that's, what? If that's what a team did, that would be a disaster. Well, there are luckily for uh, that. That predicament you just played out, there are many disastrous teams <laughs> in sports <laughs> that would right. take that chance. And, and here's the thing: this is what you got to also understand. I think this is an interesting wrinkle. Where will LeBron be in the all-time scoring list by then? So as in, will LeBron have passed Kareem, or is he still chasing Kareem? 
And, you know, Trav, if you're a franchise out there and there's plenty of them, there's just no reason to go to games. They're not exciting. There isn't something out there. There yeah, isn't attention towards that. He's not uh, – let's pick a team. He's not going to Orlando no, just no, to no. score some points. And I'm not saying he's going to go to Orlando, but I'm saying that there are plenty of teams, in my opinion, that would say, hey, Braun, we will accommodate whatever the hell you're looking for. Now the question is going to be, does Braun want to be there? But, you, the you almost teams, actually, though – uh-huh. The, the, I mean, what are we? T- the places where he would want to go, it can't be more than a very small handful, right? He's the, the problem the, is, is you be. have to draft Bronny, so it depends where these other teams Unless are. Unless he's not a draft, you know, and I'm not saying that maybe he's not a guy that anybody would draft. But we'll sign him as a free agent. We'll bring him yeah. in. I mean, there's only what are there thirty? There's only sixty picks. Is he one of the best sixty players in in the world? I, I don't know. and here's the thing: I I yeah. genuinely don't know. I don't know if he is. Yeah, I, I don't either. That's not my my lane, but. If he's not, it makes a little bit more sense. But if you got to – it just – this. I, I think teams, believe it or not, Trav, teams would line up. I don't know how many Oof. of them. I don't know I how sure many of them. I not one of the but, teams but, that I but, like. But I think teams would line up to say LeBron James to wear our jersey, whether it's a year or two years. And he could probably even potentially break Kareem's record in one of those jerseys. Um I I think it's a perfect way to put it like you said. The question is is would Bron's got to have a very short list of teams that he'd be interested in if that, that's the case. That, it's not that they're, to your point. There are disaster of teams out there that would be willing to do something crazy to hamstring their organization for who knows how long for one season of ticket sales. I get that they exist, but does he want to be a part of that? I, he, I don't He's I, always wanted to be a part of the Pelicans. <laughs> perfect. Deep down inside, he's always wanted to be a part of the Pelicans. All right, we got some phone calls on this. That's coming up in just a little bit. And last night, Al, I was so close to coming in here and feeling good about what I saw last night. There were so many things that made me happy, and then, well, we saw what we saw. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.